and that lets you save the who cares? True form life. Green look on. Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. I'm your host, Drew Tadia. Today we got an exciting show for you. We have Michelle Janguilano, who's an Olympic athlete and a mother of two. She's going to talk about whole foods and breakfast cereals. Very excited to have her on the show, so I hope you enjoy. We have that coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert on 96.5 CKFM. All right, welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Today, I'm very excited to have a special guest with us. Her name's Michelle Janguilano. <laughs> Did I get that right? <laughs> yes, you got that right. <laughs> okay. And uh, she's a, uh, an Olympic athlete and a mother of two and an entrepreneur doing all kinds of wonderful things concerning food and families and kids. So why don't we welcome her to the show? Thanks for uh, joining us. Thank you so much for having me today, Drew. I look forward to having a conversation with you. So today we're going to talk about, um, we're, well, we're going to introduce you and uh, and talk about your background. And our main topic is going to be breakfast cereals. So I'm looking forward to getting into that with you and uh, not only for parents, but for everyone that's looking to supplement their day with breakfast cereals. Yeah, absolutely. Often as parents, we, we get stuck in a bit of a rut and thinking it's just about getting the kids fed and out the door. But for all of us, it's about starting our day right so that we can have the most amazing day ever, every day. Right, I couldn't agree more. Okay, so let's uh, give our, our listeners some background on yourself. So you have a, definitely have an interesting background that not too many people that could say the same thing. Can you tell us briefly about your background and how you got into whole food nutrition? I was an Olympic athlete, actually. I had the, the good fortune of growing up as an athlete and then making it to the high level of competing in the 1994 and 1998 Olympics as a long track speed skater. That journey taught me a tremendous amount about food and nutrition and how to take care of my body for great results. The reality, however, was I didn't learn even 10% of what I've learned as a mother dealing with kids who have allergies and who are also elite young athletes. Uh, they're illnesses and allergies and their experience in life has brought me to a level of learning that just wouldn't have been possible without it. I went on to pursue um, nutrition studies on my own and explore what was possible beyond what our doctors had to offer us for things like ear infections and sinus infections and, and a host of other little things that you see every day in children's lives. And it really actually turned a sharp corner when my son ran into an allergy to red dye. It took us about six months of trial and error to figure it out because there wasn't a doctor that was aware of this result, but it actually caused night terrors for us. And that took me on a journey of learning what was really in our food. Exploring Mind and Body would not be possible without help from the French Learning Center. The French Learning Center, offering tutoring, French day camps, adult classes, and more. Contact Dorothy Keith for more information at 403-586-5714. That's 586-5714. The French Learning Center, a proud supporter of Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia. You know what? I want to get into those details. I want to know about night terrors and those experiences. Um, before we get into that, can we talk about 
um, you, yourself as an athlete and, and what led you to uh, nutrition? I, I know it was your children, but uh, I think it's important to let our listeners know what kind of nutrition you guys went through as a top level athlete and, right. and, and how you guys nutritionized your bodies. Right. And that's where it was kind of interesting. Uh, we often, we were taught by some of the best people in the world about what we should eat to fuel our body for our best performance, to maintain our health, because when you're sick, you can't compete or you can't compete at your best level. Right. And also to, to prevent injury. But I remember that we trained really hard 11 months of the year and then we got one month where we trained really light and we got to take a bit of a break. And the first thing we did was run to the stores and buy everything we weren't allowed to eat the rest <laughs> of the year. So we had a high level of respect for eating the best foods, the most high quality foods that gave us the best energy. It was very calorie focused, low fat um, and, and high nutrition, but there certainly wasn't any fun in the food and it certainly wasn't made easy. It was really just what we had to eat. And we never questioned the commitment to doing that because our commitment to our goals was so much bigger. And we did often try to teach our family and friends around us so that they could have a healthier life as well. But it really missed out on being fun. And um, we were really just taught to to eat and to do this for our performance, but not really where the food was coming from or what it was all about. So can you give us an example of some of these <laughs> unfun foods or uh, interesting maybe? Well, uh, I remember things like wasa bread and dry toast. <laughs> and um, they talked a lot about low fat yogurts and soy milk, you know, right. just different foods that they didn't talk about how to create your own chocolate milk that would be really fun and delicious to eat. Uh, lots of vegetables, of course, um, lean meats, um, just a sandwich with, it could be ham or chicken in it, but there was nothing fun about the food. It was just clean, um, but clean by way of a simple protein and how much you needed to eat, carbohydrate and how much you needed to eat. There was a lot of talk on carbo-loading back then, so it was how much quantity of which grains and which proteins to eat before you got to your competition day. Um, fat, body fat, and how much fat was in your food was always focused on. What was missing was, you know, is there artificial sweeteners in your food, how much sugar is in your food. So they wanted you to have not too much sugar, but it was fine because we were consuming so many calories to have empty calories, as they called it. Right. So again, very calorie focused, very protein, carbohydrate focused. And obviously they encouraged us to eat fruits and vegetables, but it wasn't really, you should have leafy greens three times a day or the quantities in that realm. So did they give you an exact uh, spreadsheet of the foods that you can eat? Not so much. It was available to those who needed it. It was more, you would get, we worked with a dietitian and you would get an actual layout of what your menu plan should be if you really had no idea what to eat or if you were trying to lower your fat percentage or accomplish a certain goal, like a weight goal of some kind, whether it was up or down, because both could be the case in those scenarios. Often we were young and we were uh, teenagers, you know, in that point where your body is in transition. So there were a lot of different ways you had to look at that food. And in fact, and this isn't the happy side of it, but a lot, a very high percentage of elite athletes have eating disorders. I heard that actually. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's a, a quite a common thing to to, at, at higher levels too. It is very common and I actually was one of them that had an eating disorder. Uh, I was able to recognize and overcome it completely on my own without any outside help. But uh, once I had experienced that, I discovered very quickly how many other athletes had it because once you've been there, you can recognize it mm -hmm. almost instantly. And it's astounding. The 
coaches and the support staff have no idea how many athletes are actually experiencing that and even today and again it's because while the intention was awesome for what they were teaching us the focus was not quite on track to where it could be to produce really really healthy long-term results Exploring mind and body with True Form's True Tadia would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Didsbury, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart, working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, True Tadia, or to find out how you can become a sponsor, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Can you run through a quick uh, training regimen of a, a day or a week would look like for you guys to uh, compete? As an athlete? Right. Okay. Um, yeah, we trained a minimum of six days a week, sometimes seven. Usually there was a day off somewhere. It was always two workouts a day, anywhere from a very heavy workout to a light workout. About every third or fourth day, your second workout would be what they would call a recovery workout. So we would work out in the morning. It was usually a pretty intense skate or pretty heavy training um, exercise in the morning. And then the afternoon would be something like weights or running or cycling, or it may get into that recovery workout I talked about, which is just, it would be only 20 or 30 minutes of exercise, of running or or biking, just at a, a lower intensity than normal. Um, some of our shorter workouts would be interval workouts. Uh, those are some of the most exhausting workouts that you could ever do. And then you'd go on to do um, a further heavy workout later in the day again. So two times a day, every day, with usually one day off a week. And then uh, that schedule would lighten up. It would still be two workouts a day, but less intensity as you got into your competitive schedule for the winter. So did they change food? Like, did they change food on your off day or on um, training days as opposed to pre-competition? Well, I think they could have actually gotten a lot more specific than they did at that time. However, for ours, it's a little different than if you were a really heavy endurance athlete. Um, and in speed skating, you had sprinters and you had endurance athletes. So the endurance athletes ate more on average than the sprinters or the middle distance athletes. The eating would change mostly when you got into competitive um, season. So you would have to carve a load in advance. You would have to really watch uh, the intakes of certain types of food, like, you know, not so much of the higher fats, or you may actually need more of them. If you had trouble keeping your weight on, you need to keep your energy up. If you were a nervous eater, then you would have to eat a little more in a few days uh, ahead so that you could sustain your energy levels on that day of competition when you couldn't eat as much. All right. Well, thanks for that uh, background a little bit. I, I enjoy hearing that kind of stuff. And so we were talking yeah. about, before I cut you off there, <laughs> we were getting into chemicals and I'm really interested in the the red dye mm-hmm. and then the night terrors. That, yes. sounds, that sounds crazy. It, it is kind of crazy. And it's astounding how many parents I've met with similar stories. It may not be night terror specifically, but what's really astounding is the answers they're given from doctors or healthcare professionals in general. Uh, there just is unfortunately a real lack of awareness about the connection between what we eat, what we put in our bodies every day and the results of our behavior, our mood or our health. There really is not a strong enough connection between that. We are what we eat, literally. That's what creates us. That's what makes us. And so our journey was having a night terror. What's caused this? And we knew specifically my child had never had a health issue until he was 18 months old. He got his first ear infection at that time and we we put him on medication and I kept telling the doctors, look, this started 
exactly the day I started them on medication. There's got to be a relationship. And they just wouldn't support the fact that there was. And he went on to have a huge series of ear infections and having to go on to or have tubes in his ears, um, which actually happened twice. This was a quite a few year journey for me to experience and explore what was causing the, the challenges and to meet with a variety of not only Western medicine doctors, but alternative medicine doctors to find this out. But that first six month period is when we discovered the red dye allergy. And it was actually trial and error on our part as parents and just watching, just observing not knowing, but observing when did these things occur. And when we figured out the red dye connection and tested it was instant, it was immediate, that that was the cause of those for him. Many parents suffer these conditions and have no idea that a simple adjustment in their diet would alleviate the issue. So what kind of foods were triggering these night terrors or what kind of foods contain the red dye? Uh, Well, in this case, it started with the medication, which are often uh, filled with colorful dyes to make them more appealing to the kids or to help the um, pharmacists actually identify the medications. And when we did uncover that part, we had to go to special stores. In fact, they did not make some medications without dyes, period, which was quite astounding. Then we found out like cupcakes, Icings on cookies and candies, like all kinds of candies have dyes in them. Even ketchup had dye in it. Juice, juice boxes, fruit juice that you get at the stores have dye in it. Yogurts have dye in them. And that was quite an exploration. It was mind blowing. We, we honestly didn't know what to feed our child at first. We had to just eliminate a whole lot of foods and we didn't know the options to replace them. And as I began looking at what are the options, red dye is in all of these things, what can I feed them in place? I discovered there was a real lack of a support system for parents having to go through this. In addition, our society is to a point where all of the food manufacturers are very sneaky and I don't mean this to make them sound bad, but it's a reality. I discovered at that time, which was uh, 10 years ago, there was a, uh, seven different names for red dye and I had to learn those to avoid them. That's just like MSG, right? Yeah, and there's over 30 for that one. Crazy. Exploring mind and body with True Form Life's Drew Taddean. Brought to you in part by Curves Complete, the whole solution that makes burning fat as easy as one, two, three. Get exercise, meal plan, and coaching for $14.95 a week. Call Curves and Olds at 403-556-5992 to schedule a free, no-obligation appointment. Today's topic, we should jump into it here. Um, We're going to talk about breakfast cereals. Yes. So um, briefly at the beginning of the show, you talked about how important they are. Um, You you, uh, counsel and uh, have clients that that are looking for food and healthier options. So why is breakfast so important to anyone really? Well, the food that we put into our body at the beginning of the day actually sets our brain up for success or failure throughout our day, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally as well. In fact, we should be starting our day with a source of protein and that actually triggers dopamine in our brain and allows us to uh, feel happier, to feel more creative, to feel more uh, motivation to do what we want to do throughout our day. That's uh, interesting about protein in the morning. Uh, I didn't realize it triggered dopamine. Yes, and dopamine actually is responsible for our sugar cravings throughout a day as well. 
And so what we start our day with will determine how uh, much we're going to crave sugar throughout our day and it helps control our sugar addiction, which most of us in society, I think almost everybody in our society is addicted to sugar. That's, yeah, yes. Yeah, so I talk about sugar all the time on the show, but yes. uh, thanks for that tip. Uh, that, I just wrote that down. That's a fantastic little uh, helpful tip to, for my yes. clients as well to help them understand that yes. sugar right in the morning is going to do a whole lot more damage than they think they are. Absolutely. Um, okay, so we talked about, so breakfast cereals, we're going to get into four different categories. We just talked about sugar. Yes. Um, we're going to get into fiber grains and then protein. Absolutely. Um, so do you want to start with sugar right away? Sure. So in the context of shopping for breakfast cereals, we need to make sure that our our breakfast cereals contain what we really need to support our day and the, t- the type of day that we want to have, the type of health that we want to have throughout our day. We're going to go over cold breakfast cereals yes. um, that are healthier. And um, we're going to go over them because a lot of families, especially with kids, don't always have time. I don't like that as an excuse, but sometimes we just don't have uh, uh, the resources to make time to uh, make some breakfast. So we're going to talk about cold cereals for that reason. Yes. And the reality is as parents and even whether you have kids or not, life is busy today. For most people, you're in more of a survival mode than you are a live and explore your life mode. And so we have to look at that very real and and offer solutions to how to do the best you can and to shift out of survival into just living great and living well and being able to make healthy choices with ease. So breakfast cereals are a very convenient, easy choice for a lot of families to make. So the first step is looking at how do we make that choice the best it can be within the realm of the cereals. Right. Okay. So we talked about those four, um, those four subjects we're going to go over and uh, sugar will be the first one we're going to cover. Yes. So in our breakfast cereals, you need to learn to read labels. Number one, you actually need to look and see what's in your cereal. And honestly, if you can't figure out what those ingredients are, you may want to consider not buying that cereal. So that's one thing. And it's pretty easy to look up. If you've never heard of a grain before, look up and discover it is a grain. You don't have to know what it's all about, just that it's actually a grain. So in the realm of sugar, what we're looking for is less than seven grams. Now, this would be your absolute maximum that you want to find. And I'll tell you, it's not the easiest thing to do. So I'm going to give you some additional tips around sugar. When it does have sugar, whether it's seven grams, a little more, a little less, look at where that sugar is coming from. We want it to be from fruit, like dried fruits. If it has raisins and cranberries and prunes in the cereal as dried fruit, the sugar content's probably going to be higher because the natural fruit does contain more sugar. We still want to keep that to a minimum at the start of our day, but coming from those sources is far better than it coming from a refined source like cane sugar or fructose. The other places it can come from is fruit juice, uh, brown rice syrup, or honey. That is an ideal place for your sugar sources to come from. And it should only be listed once on the label. Good option. I like the honey one for sure. Um, okay. Yeah. It's a, important. Uh, we often talk about reading labels on the show and, uh, and the seven grams and, and giving some other options. I'm sure all of our listeners will appreciate that. Yes. Um, so we're going to talk about fiber. With fiber, we want to f- see more than five grams and that five grams should be from whole grains. We don't want them fortifying or adding things in to increase the fiber. It should naturally exist in, in the word whole as part of the ingredient listed on the label. So whole oats, whole wheat, whole 
whole quinoa, whatever the grain is, it should be whole in its source. You can also add fresh or frozen berries to your breakfast cereal to increase that natural fiber coming from a whole source from right. nature. And what kind of what kind of fruits? What are high in fiber? Blueberries. Blueberries are an excellent choice. And in fact, blueberries actually help regulate blood sugar. So fabulous choice in the morning. Berries are very easy because there's very little prep. Rinse and put them in your bowl and the kids can just eat them easily. Whereas other fruits require more cutting. In the summer or in the the fall, there's a lot of produce available that's really nice and fresh. Get it into your your cereal in the morning. It's a fantastic way to add that fiber. In the winter months, when the fresh fruit is less available, turn to dried fruits. But there you want to look for unsulfured dried fruits that aren't coated in sugar and oil. And those are a wonderful way to add fiber and, and nature's nutrition to your meal. Protein. We talked about protein before we started and yes. uh, what it can do for you in the morning. Protein is essential to start your day with. And there's a couple of ways you can achieve it. First, you need to know that most cereal is very low in protein, not very high in protein. So if you are only eating cereal, consider adding a protein powder. I know that you have one available that's absolutely excellent. Um, and there's a variety out there. Mix that into the cereal. Often the kids will enjoy the flavor really well. And it's a very simple way to go if you're in a very, very big rush. You could also add hemp seeds or chia seeds, which mix into cereals very, very well, increase the protein and the fiber and the nutrition value overall tremendously. You could also do something like have an egg on the side or even just start with a hard-boiled egg in the morning or some scrambled eggs and then have the cereal before they go. We're going to go over a list that's going to be available on the website. Yes. And uh, you can visit exploring mind and body uh, forward slash breakfast cereals and that's going to be a downloadable. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. We'll have that available with all the information we just discussed and a list of the brands and some photos of the brands that you can take a look at to make that journey easier to find. Fantastic. I'm sure our listeners will appreciate that. Um, one of the brands, do you want to go over maybe your top three favorite brands or do you want to pick a brand? Sure. Actually, one of my favorites is Nature's Path. That would be the number one that I would look for with ease and quickly. There are there are quite a few good brands out there. Um, and simply because they have such a wide variety of different types of grains, whether you need gluten-free or you have some other grain you're trying to get more of or eat less of, they have a tremendous range and they're available in almost every store everywhere. They're also one of the best products in terms of environment and their manufacturing practices. So again, that's going to be on the website. You guys can visit there and, and, and download that. We do have uh, five other brands listed on this sheet that you guys can download and there are many many more varieties available in your stores just take a look at the labels and look okay. them up online if you want more information on michelle or what she does she actually has a, a whole program a whole foods lifestyle program at bundlesofenergy.ca <laughs> okay there's more information on that website though there's sports nutrition uh, you, you have a cookbook you even have affiliate programs yes um and lunches and seminars that's uh you got you guys offer so much i'm so happy to be a part of uh, what you guys are doing especially directed to Whole Food. Thank you so much for having us on the show today. It's a pleasure to share some of this information with your listeners and to uh, be a part of your journey to help the world be healthier. Yeah, it was an absolute pleasure. Uh, thanks for the the background of what your, your, your story you shared with us, with Thank yourself you. personally, and then your children. I think a lot of people can relate to that, that kind of stuff. You're most welcome. We're, we're here to help parents in the same situations we are. Okay, and uh, hopefully uh, we can have you back on the show talking about uh, another one of the wide array of things that you're doing. That would be awesome. Looking forward to it. 
Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia is brought to you in part by Kathy and Connie, the new real estate team in town with Widmer Realty. Contact them today for all your real estate needs. All right, so that concludes our interview with Michelle, and uh, we're so uh, I'm so excited to have her on the show and, and be able to relate to to her and what she's been through with her athletic background, and now she's directing everything towards Whole Foods and helping people live healthier lives. So, um, thanks again for being on the show, Michelle. We look forward to having you back. Um, and just a quick note for if you're local in the area to Olds, there's a a team that that got together, the Simple Life Girls and the French Learning Center with Dorothy Keith who's a sponsor of ours. Um, they're coming together to save you time and money and to give you healthy lunch options. So uh, if you want to check that out, that's going to be at Hell Street. They're another sponsor of ours. So it's great to have this little community of people uh, health-wise helping each other out. But that's going to be October 8th at 6.30 to 8.30. So if you need any more details, you can uh, contact me or or ask, ask down at Hell Street. Um, be sure to tune in on the next show. We're going to be talking about entrepreneurship. Not sure if that's a word, but I'll be talking about entrepreneurs and how to start your own business. So it's something I wanted to talk about for a while now. So I'm looking forward to get that out there and help people start their own mission. Uh, if you're on iTunes, uh, comment or rate the show. I'd really appreciate that. And if you want a, more information on this show, if you have any questions or, or feel like commenting, you can check out Exploring Mind and Body forward slash breakfast cereal. So that's all we have for you this evening. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, and I really appreciate every chance you get to tune in. So in health and fitness for a better world, I'm out of here. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.